Fox, and welcome to Do It Great. On today's show, look, I have a guest that I didn't know before today, and it turns out she's really great. <laughs> I just did her podcast, and it's called... Just a Tip. Right, and so she is here to entertain me. Oh, God. And get her cards read upon today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Megan Batoon. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Is you having a good day? I really, really am. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was a very confident answer. <laughs> because it's usually no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but today's a good one. Today's a good one. I am painting my walls, and that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Wait, which walls, girl? We need to be specific because <laughs> you have your sugar walls. You have your apartment walls. Which walls are we talking about? I have physical, tangible, actual, literal walls. Okay, what color are we painting them? It's called Evergreen Boughs. It's a nice little sage. It sounds rich. Yes. Very rich. It was $40, but it does sound <laughs> rich. <laughs> And why did we choose this color green? I don't honestly know. I don't I didn't want it to be like a deep velvet, but I wanted okay. it to be like like a like an old man that has a family and is successful and smokes cigars but has like healthy lungs at the same time. So rich. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. I'm very happy that you're here because I want to let you know that green is the color of the heart space. Is that true? Yes. It's the color of the heart chakra. So on this show, I talk about some really wild stuff, like heart chakras. And anything from aliens and UFOs to, you know, spiritual work to mysticism to, um, you know, bingo. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we could talk about it, right? So, because you mentioned green, and I think it is the heart space, and I know it to be the color of the heart space and heart chakra, do you believe in love? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. But, like, what kind of love? (gasps) Because I'm coming to an understanding that there are very many kinds of loves. Oh, shit. Um, Because there's like, well, for me, I'll talk about myself. There's romantic love. I don't know if I believe in that. Oh, tell me more. The way that like everybody else believes in it. Like, I love a rom-com. Love them. I just don't think that love is real. Yeah, I don't think rom-com love is real. (laughs) I don't think that love is real. But all romantic love? Yeah, because I feel like it, it comes from somewhere else and people see it as romantic love. Oh. I feel like there isn't a deeper, unconditional love that, like, flows through everything. And if you're tied to that and you are aligned with that, romantic love can blossom out of that and, like, become a thing if that's what you choose to experience. But I don't know if that's the truest form of love. I'm on board with that. I think that true romantic love would start with unconditional love of yourself enough to give it to somebody else and share it. And as long as two people are on the same wavelength of that way, then I think absolutely I'm I'm with you. Like you have the love of family, which is like very tumultuous. (laughs) It's in quotation. That love is like it's love. Like you have the blood the blood family and you're like, I love you. Yeah. Through your teeth. I love you so much. Right. But then there's also like, you see random people on the street and you're just like, I have a love for you that I don't understand. Mm. That to me is like the real, truest love. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, I was at a party once and I was very, very drunk, per usual. And (laughs) I decided that I was going to give somebody like a psychic energy reading. Oh, I wish it was me. I wish (laughs) I was there at that party. You never know. It might come through. But... (sighs) So what happened years ago was I was explaining something to someone that I didn't quite understand myself, but I heard the words as they were coming out of my mouth, and I was like, oh, that makes way more sense than everything I've believed before. And it was that um, there's a different definition of God, first of all. 
I don't believe in like this person in the clouds. I believe in like a creation energy. Me too. And I love that about you. <laughs> and it was like l- love is the connection to that original source. Yeah. And hell is the separation from it. Yes! And you're either working in resonance with that vibration or in some discord with it. Absolutely. Right? And discord is when our lives get messy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just being rigid and not following what is actually guiding you. It's you going, right. okay, I see all the signs and I'm going to go a different way. <laughs> right. Like, don't take the detour it's when like, you have the way. Hello. And we're giving you signs. You're going to wait until we have to give you an accident. Right. Exactly. <laughs> How about you pay attention? Yes. And so, and that's staying in the flow and not getting caught in the angles. It's very, very that kind of feeling. And I didn't know that growing up. I had heard it somewhere along the way. Like, I had heard all those messages, but it wasn't until I got older and I realized, oh, you know what? That is actually very true. And if you are sitting in love and you are working from a place in love, you kind of can't help how anybody receives any of your energy or actions, right? And that's when you start to realize, I know where I was. Right. And you're also not afraid of how they're going to receive it because if you're acting out of love and authenticity, then there's nothing. It's clarity. It's loving. It's not malicious. And so if they take it a specific way, it's on them. That's on them. And that's really where I get the whole, like, you feel how you feel, but I know what I was doing, and that's not was not my intent. However, I can apologize for hurting you. Yeah, because when you are sitting in that authentic love space, you know, it's kind of like you can recognize the pain in somebody else and you don't want to be the cause of that. So when you see that even what you thought was a passive action has affected somebody, your ripple has smacked them upon the face, you can go, okay, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you can't do that until you start to own your shit. Right. I think on this driving metaphor, I think it's if people are driving at two different speeds, they're still on the same road. Same road. But somebody's going to ram into one or, the, one or another. If, if someone's going slow and you're going fast as hell. It's going to happen. It's, it's just going to happen. And that's just because you guys aren't going at the same speed. And it's just, it's a different language. You're not really understanding each other. Very that. That is the, kind of a great way to say it because yeah. everybody is on a different vibration. Otherwise, we would be the same person. Right. (laughs) Yep. And all of our perspectives are so unique and important. Girl, I'm very here for this. Do you believe in God? When anyone mentions God, I have a filter in my mind that just goes to the universe. Because Uh. I— I grew up Catholic, and now I'm very—I'm spiritual, but in a way that's just accepting of all of the—there's a word for this that I just saw on the internet and can't remember what it is, but it's not believing in one religion. It's believing there's a truth and a through line through all of them. I'm there for that, whatever this is. I don't know what the the word is called, but I really think that all religions are just a way that specific people can get to the same thing. It's a different rivers, same water. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) I would love to. Hear me out. So I have been obsessed with watching um, the originals. What is that? It is a vampire show. Okay. From like the CW. I saw five seasons on Netflix. I was like, well, let me binge this, right? Okay, so I'm <laughs> binging it. And as I'm watching it, I'm realizing that all the stories are the same story, just told a different way. Oh. And not just from this show. I mean like stories of like life. Okay. Like Greek tragedies. you got... You know, Shakespeare, and I watch My Housewives. It's all actually the same players, like archetypes. Like you have the villain, you have the victim, you have the this, that, you have the hero, the white knight. All of these archetypes show up in all of these things. 
and I was learning like in my head as like things start clicking into, into place. Oh, so everything is a story. What story do I want to pay attention to to sort my stuff out? Right. You know, and I'm not saying that religion is a story because some of it is based on facts mm-hmm. and the rest is allegory, you know, but it came from somewhere. Yeah. All stories came from somewhere, you know, and sometimes it's a lie and sometimes a lie turns into truth. So you never really know. <laughs> right. But it's kind of wild how down through history, the same stories, same players show up over and over again. It is. Girl. <laughs> so when I think of God, I'm like, yeah, it, it could be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything could be anything. Yeah, it's yeah. I, like I'm respectful of everyone's like mindsets and specific set of beliefs. But I, I do. Ram Das has this quote. He says, "We're all just walking each other home." Yes, and I. That's, but I don't. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, I did not know that they said that. But I agree. And it's you're either. But I have to say the other side of that is you're either walking everyone home or furthering the struggle. Absolutely. You're either like keeping everyone down and pushing them the other way, or you can help them go yeah. towards the light. Exactly. I, it sounds so esoterical, but girl, I live in that space too. No, so do I. I also read this book called Many Lives, Many Masters, and it was big. <gasps> yes. You read it? No, girl, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a, a this therapist does, I think she's a hypnotherapist and she goes accidentally too far in trying to help this one lady work through her traumas. Okay. And she goes too far back to where she goes into a past life. Yes, this is how a lot of hypnotherapists found past life regression. Yeah! Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I want to do it so badly. Me too. Although, because I like to play devil's advocate for everything, if you can do a past life regression, uh-huh. I want to do a next life progression. <laughs> I want to find out what's next. <laughs> but then the, as soon as I said that out loud to a friend of mine who is like super mystic, I went, oh, wait, I have to rethink time because something about how it's cyclical. Yeah. And it's not linear. So a past life is actually just concurrent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, like it's all happening it's all at happening the same, same time. time. Although we are experiencing in this room, this moment, because this is magic and is needed for something else to bloom and grow. Which is why you have to serve your purpose. You, like, a flower does not bloom for any other purpose than to give to the next life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All that beauty is just in procreation and to nourish whatever is around it and to feed the bees and things. Like, it's not for <laughs> itself. Does a flower know how beautiful it is? Does it? I would like to know, actually. Do you think someone you know, can they talk to plants, flowers? They say that, well, yes, I think you can talk to flowers. Yeah. You, what, have you ever you, done shrooms? N- I'll tell you that I, want I have. To. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that I have, and I talked to the trees. And they told me that there was going to be massive flooding and that there was going to, after the floods came the fires. Mm. And that's what's happening. Wow. Yeah. This was a while ago. This was a couple years ago. Jeez. Yeah, and they said, but then the change is coming. So I knew a huge change was coming, but then floods would come first, and they did. And they have in in California, and then the fires. Wow. Which, on a small scale, they also have in California, and now it's happening globally. Yeah, chills everywhere. Girl, you, (laughs) you weren't talking to the plants. (laughs) (laughs) One day I will also talk to plants. Girl, have you, okay, so there's microdosing completely a thing. Yes, so I've done that. Okay. And that was fun. And fine, but I want more. You want the visuals. Yeah, you I want to like, see it all. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I don't know if you're supposed to until you are supposed to. <gasps> because it happened once, and then I've never seen that stuff again. Really? Yeah, I saw it from everybody's back. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but everybody's back had like a white light, like a rope of white light surrounded by blue, and it attached them to everything they've ever like come across in life and everything they will. It was like... I saw everyone. I have full body chills. <laughs> you should just know Being notice. where they are because they like came down from a net and they were going back into it. And you, I feel weird describing this on like <laughs> where somebody can't see my hands moving to like show how wild this was. But then after that, because I looked up because I remember being a kid, keep your head to the light or whatever. Like that's oh, Was what, that a saying? That's what God would say. Yeah, keep your eyes to the light or something like this. Oh. I don't remember it exactly. But I remember that feeling. So I looked up, like moving my head up, and I saw above us that there was a grid. The same like rope, like white rope was connecting all the trees. And then I looked up further and it went, one went right to the moon. And then from there, it was like the planets were connected. This sounds so wild. But I'm it so really happened. there for And it. I had friends in the room, and I was like, uh-huh, hold on. <laughs> and I was like, you have no idea what I'm seeing, and I cannot sit here and explain it because it is insane. I saw the fractal grid of, like, how everything moves outward and inward. It was Whoa. very strange. That's so cool. Since we're talking about all this crazy stuff and things I see, let's talk about what the cards can see. I'm I have here— a playing deck of cards, just a regular old playing deck of cards. And over here to my left is a list of like what they mean and things because I, I have a hard time remembering. Okay. So I'm going to put out like a layout of cards for you, just a regular tarot layout. Like a, if you have a situation in your life that you would like some attention drawn to and some answers for, think about that. Hold that in your little heart space. <laughs> my I'm little gonna, heart space. In your little heart space, which is actually... Huge. Okay. I'm going to shuffle these here cards, and then I'm going to ask you to cut the deck, and then I'm going to deal them out real quick, and then we're going to go through them. This stuff gets wild, and sometimes it's, like, super personal. Okay. And sometimes it's dead on, and sometimes it's kind of close. It's, it might be hit or miss. Okay. If it's a no, say no. Okay. Because that will mean it, that I need to hear it or see it or feel it a different way. Because for you, that translation didn't work, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Go ahead and cut those cards. Just like in half? Yeah, however you want. On top? Yeah, great. Okay, magic. (laughs) (laughs) We have done magic with a quick (laughs) shuffle and a cut. Girl, this stuff is so weird. Okay, so one, two, I think this is three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, great. That can stay over there. So your first card in the center, right here. Oh, okay, great. The first card is your present situation, and it is the King of Hearts. Girl, let me look at it real quick. So the King of Hearts, wise, tolerant, diplomatic, feeling, patient. This is you in the present moment. Oh, wow. I'm very here for this because I see this in you. (laughs) I do. I want to ask what you were thinking about, but let's just keep going. Okay. So the next card that I pulled is your immediate challenge. (gasps) Right? Okay. That is the six. Is that the spades? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show, girl. And I don't even know what I'm doing. That's how I feel about life. So you have the six of spades. Six is harmony. And the spades, mm-hmm, thinking and communication. So your present challenges, <laughs> there might be discord in communication and your thoughts. Interesting. Does that connect at all? I mean, I think it's always connect. I mean, I've- are you in your head a lot? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. But like, it's because you know so much that you overanalyze. That would make sense. 
<laughs> but like, I've like consistently, I think this would be my card for any point in time. Like my I mean, that current challenge yeah. forever. It's just where you are trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's, yeah, my life purpose, I guess. Okay, wait, I don't know. We said it on your show, but I don't know if we said it on this show. You're an Aries. I'm an Aries. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a rough one. Because <laughs> you don't understand why people don't do things your way. Yeah. That's probably where the overthinking comes in. Okay, so the third card over here is the distant past, and that is the six of hearts. Okay. I mean, this one is kind of obvious. It is about the love and the emotions and all of that, because that's the heart space. So feelings, relationships, and six would be harmony in there. So that means it's far away from me. In your distant past. So harmony is in my it's, distant past. But that could be how you see it. That could be how you view oh, your okay. like harmony in relationships and feelings, is that it was great at one point. I guess I could see that. I mean, I haven't been in a relationship in a while, so it was like— Well, that could also be it. Yeah, it's thinking that like I haven't thought of someone was fit to be my boyfriend for many years. So we were saying that this six of hearts is about your past emotional— and um, relationship situations, and you said the distant past was a little rough, or like it was the last time you were in a good one. I mean, I guess it was both. I mean, I've been in bad relationships, but I was somebody's girlfriend, but now I don't get into a relationship exclusivity-wise. Like, I'll never call someone my boyfriend unless I'm like, there's a chance we'll get married. So I oh. I just only casually date because I'm not trying to get into that. Girl, I support this. Because <laughs> I also said that I'm not going to be in a relationship until I'm just married. Yeah, right. Like, I don't have time for the, like, get to know you. No, 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 no. I am 100% all the time. Either get on this fun bus or keep this it moving. fun bus. <laughs> right. Do you want a relationship, now? I would love one. Yeah. It's, if I could still have, a, if we could have the healthy relationship that I'm thinking of, that we can each be our own individual people instead mm-hmm. of being like, you complete me? Like, no, I'm already complete. You can add to me. Girl, I can add to you. I'm so here for that. <laughs> I'm so glad you said this out loud because I feel the same way. Ain't nobody going to complete me. Mm-hmm. I'm already a lot. Right. You're going to have to be a lot, too. That's you right. can compliment me. Mm-hmm. I will take that. But I, what I'm not going to do is, okay, so there was this video of Eartha Kitt somewhere, and she's being interviewed for something. And the interviewer asks her, um, if the right man comes along, would you compromise? And her response is, to compromise. To compromise. <laughs> she goes, for what? <laughs> Stupid. To compromise. Stupid. I was like, Eartha Kitt had it right all along. Compromise for what? For a man? Nah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love thank you. stupid. She said, ha, 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 stupid. <laughs> it's so good. I might have to find it for you. I it love is that. Amazing. That's my mindset for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to the card. Sorry, I could talk about to you about anything. Okay. The card in the recent past position is this one. And that is so many two of hearts. Girl, you talking about the love train. <laughs> <laughs> The two of hearts. Now, two means balance. So in the recent past, I had balance. Yes. Okay. Or you felt that way. Or you saw it that way. Interesting. But if it's talking about a, um, a problem, it might mean that you wanted the balance in a way. Ooh, I mean, that you would see, hit. Because the cards are not really specific like that, especially these cards, because there's no symbolism other than a number and a shape. Sure. Whereas, like, tarot cards have, like, all of this other stuff and imagery that is bound to it. This is really, it can be interpreted a multitude of ways. Sure. So if there, because we were focusing on an issue at hand, I would go with that you wanted it to be that way. I think so too. That would make a lot of sense. That you wanted the balance and it wasn't there in the Mm -hmm. recent past. Yeah. Dang. 
See, look, I try to tell people, like, these are just cards. I I didn't do it. I just <laughs> met your ass today. <laughs> yeah. This is wild. Okay, hold on. The best outcome for the situation I told you to think about oh, is this card. Wow, there's literally so many Again, hearts. <laughs> it's the four of hearts. Now, we know that we're talking about emotions and feelings and that kind of connection with people. And the four is stability. So the best outcome is stability. Yeah, that would be very is good. Is that the outcome you want? Yeah, I mean, yes, stability. I wonder if, because I was thinking about one thing, but I, I wasn't thinking about it in terms of really anything. Why well, I, I said one word in my head, but I guess it could be relationships or like with myself. Mm. But I think stability in, in general is the basis of any anything good. So Agreed. I would welcome this card. Also, it's not my fault. Like when I tell people when I give them like readings because I have to go talk to somebody and I tell them about themselves, it's usually a message you need to receive. And because you are open and asking about something else, they will spirit, whatever you want to call it, will take the opportunity to fill this bowl right. with information you need to move on. It might answer your question. It might not. But it might be what you need. Totally. Or because we are doing this for somebody else to hear, it might be something somebody else needs to hear. Aww. Girl, it's wild like that. Which is why they say that like psychics and things are just a bunch of BS. It's not. It's just a lot of information trying to be focused into a point. Right. Okay, so we have the best outcome. Oh, your immediate future. Let's look at what that one looks like. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Not a heart. <gasps> it is not a heart. Oh, my God. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> so you have the two of clubs. Yeah. Two, balance. And clubs, yes, is creativity and action. Ooh. So your immediate future is balanced in your creativity and, like, moving forward. And, like, everything you do moving forward could be that way. However, if you're not careful, that means the exact opposite. Mm. <laughs> like if you Fine don't, line to walk. You, yeah, yeah. If you don't do it consciously, it could be a mess. Right. Well. Okay. I mean, that seems very, very true. The other day I told my therapist it feels like things are aligning. And she was like, I have chills. And I was like, so do I. Okay. Because some people don't know what that feels like. Mm. What does coming into alignment, I like to call it coherence. What does that feel like? I mean, I've. I think I've only really felt it now, so it's hard to. I, I'm only speaking from my own personal experience of it, but it really feels like things are making sense. Of it's almost like you reading a book, and there's all these conflicts and all these characters, and towards like the end of it, you're like, oh, I see how all of this is working together for the greater good right. of the solution or the happy ending for it. And so, I mean, for me, I just there's so many. Like, people that I was dating and, you know, videos or ideas that I was doing and spreading myself really thin. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I think the two things I'm put on this earth to do is to help people heal by proxy from, like, doing the work myself. Absolutely. And then also inspiring them to be able to do whatever they want alone. Like, I do a lot of DIY stuff. So it's like, you don't need anybody else. Not in a way that's like, I don't need help. But it's like, no, you're independent and you've got this and you can be resourceful with what you have. People would know that about yeah. themselves because I firmly, you, sorry, I got caught <laughs> thinking too fast <laughs> because what I see of you, because I also see my own perspective reflected back, is that you've been through it. Yeah. Is that you can't come to the conclusion that um, you don't need anybody else until you have needed everyone else mm-hmm. and they weren't there. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, I got this. Right. But you can't until, like, everyone has let you down. 
And, the, and that's and it's like maybe people are letting us down because my expectations are absolutely too high. So, of course, they're going to let me down because I'm almost wanting that just so I can prove that I can do it. Like, it's um, like a mind fuck almost. Aries. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, totally. That's an Aries. A Cancer is like, okay, somebody come save me. <laughs> And then, I mean, oh, I'm also nobody's like going to save too. me. No, I'm like that, too. I mean, there's always going to be one white night, and I'm like, yes, thank you yeah. for being here, but, like, I'm not going to be with you. And it's a, it's a whole thing. Same. <laughs> Fucking same. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, you know what? It's a great time for a break. Let's do that. All right. I'm glad we took a break because I just surprised our guest here, Megan, with the fact that she's going to give me a reading in a little bit. It's numerology or is it? But like numerology has something to do with it only so much as like I was talking about archetypes. Yeah. Each number has like a spirit energy behind it. Right, right. If you think about everything having an energy and a life force. Mm -hmm. So the way that they're like balanced, mystery, movement, they're also like connected to the numerology Cool. In a way, but it's not about numerology. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I'm so into it. <laughs> I hope I kill it. Oh, girl, you're going to kill it. It's great. You don't have to do nothing but exist, and you're already doing that great. This is why I tell everybody you're doing great. <laughs> because we all get caught up day to day going, oh, my God, I'm not going to. Girl, calm down. Like, if you could just take a second and realize that you already got through every crappy day in your life so far. Mm-hmm. You can handle another one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guarantee you. And if you can't, you can always ask for help. Always. I mean, I feel like you you talk about therapy. Therapy is one of the most beautiful things. Yeah. Everybody needs to sit down and shut up and maybe talk too much. <laughs> but what I love about therapy is they don't really help you. You end up helping yourself. Exactly. They just lead you to whatever you need to be saying. Right. Sometimes they might not even lead you. You might just talk yourself in a circle and go, oh. Right. I didn't see that that way, mm-hmm. <laughs> which are my favorite moments when you realize, oh, my whole perspective just shifted. Totally. Oh, I want every day to be like that. I want to be proven wrong all the time by myself. <laughs> all the time. But not just proven wrong. Like, I was right, but I could also be righter. Like, I could be, <laughs> I could be more right. <laughs> right. I can be <laughs> Let's get more back right. to these cards, girl. Okay. So in the position of factors affecting the situation that you were thinking about, we have over here the two... Of spades. Now, two again, it's balance. Okay. And spades is thinking and communication. Oh my God. So, you girl, you got a lot on your heart and a lot on your mind. I'm gonna need <laughs> yes. you to get it together. <laughs> that is so me. That's my 23 and me chart. A lot on my heart, a lot, <laughs> a lot on my mind. mind. 50 50. <laughs> so, this is just saying the factors that are bothering you or could complicate matters, muddy the waters, is your own thinking. Wow. Fucked up. And being able to commute. Actually, I read it as being able to communicate your thinking. I can see that. And the balance between how you're expressing what you need to communicate and what you're actually thinking you need to communicate. Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) She's just like, ah, something just sat in her spirit. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Woo. External influences. Now, this is outside of you, out of your control, is the eight of clubs. Now, eight means movement, and the clubs. Let me look up my thing. Right. It's creativity and action. So movement. It's a bunch of movement coming at you. So you're going to feel like the world is coming at you. Yeah. In ways that you were not ready for. Yeah. But you also cannot be ready for it because you're in your head. So Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is saying you're in your head and your heart and you're not paying attention. But things might come at you a little swifter yeah. than you might have been ready for. 
That definitely feels like that, especially in business. But I guess if this was about the thing that I'm thinking about, what I'm not going to tell you yet. Um, I I wonder. I mean, I had a few things come at me, but I feel like a lot. I'm not sure if it would be like a lot of it, like quantity wise. Hmm. But maybe it was I don't a know, lot. It might just emotionally. Be what I feel is swift. It's going to come like swift. Like whoa, yeah. hold up. Wasn't read. Didn't. Could not have seen that coming. I guess you're. Yeah. The the last person. Uh, that came into my life in this space was so much more than I had ever had in my life before. <laughs> so, like, just, like, I didn't know how to deal with it. Right. So not, like, emotionally heavy, but it was just, like, wow, okay. Well, that I didn't makes even sense because it's could outside a- of you and you don't know how to deal with it. Right. Because you work really hard on your head and heart space to be able to deal with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've had two different men in the past week t- have conversations with me telling me that they feel weird being my friend because they want more and they don't know how to just be my friend. So I d- That is wild. Yeah. In the past week, in one of them I had dated— Two in a week. One of them I had dated seven years ago and one of them I had dated three years ago. And they're both like, hey, I'm still here. So what happened? I need to know. What ha- I love the drama of it all. It's not mine. It's yours. So come on. I was well, I was just like, I was holding space for them to, to right. tell me that. And then I was like, I, I can't reciprocate, reciprocate these feelings. So let me know how I can support you in the transition. Oh. Like to my Good friend. girl. Setting a boundary. Yeah. Here for it. <laughs> yes. But again, external forces. Yeah. And to your, but see, if wow. you didn't have the balance, you couldn't have set a boundary. Right. Which is why it's important to do your work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going with these. The ninth card is your hopes and fears. Or hopes and fears as associated with With this this. situation. And it is the king of diamonds. (laughs) Just laughing? (laughs) The only reason I'm laughing is because as soon as I read— no, I read the first read the first little thing, and I was like, "Well, that is absolutely her." So the King of Diamonds <laughs> is a business owner, encouraging, enjoys the fruits of labor, and jolly. There's everything, yeah. that you are to me today is your hopes and fears. So you are quite successful, honey. That's good. What's the fear part? I mean, being the business it would owner, be, the, the fear would be the negative of that. Would be the lack of that. So oh, <clears throat> the fear of not achieving these things and not being the person that you want to be and. Yeah. Missing the mark on all of that. Wow. Yeah, that would suck. But I'm telling you that you hit the mark. So. Yeah, thank you. I do. I feel like I, uh, yes, I, I agree. Girl, as soon as I said business owner encouraging, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> da her. <laughs> da her, though. <laughs> okay. So the last card for this little thing is the final outcome for all the situation and this reading. <laughs> of course. Oh, my hearts. God. Yay, that's the good, I hope. Yes, always good. Well, see, the thing is, I don't do anything unless it's benevolent. Oh. Like, it has to have the most benevolent outcome. Like, on the car ride over here, I say a little prayer. Um, for myself, I request, like, I request the most benevolent outcome for such and such and such. If it's for someone else, I ask for the most benevolent outcome. Because asking sends it out and requesting calls it in. Mm. Wild. Wow. It's all in the vocabulary. Wow. So the nine of hearts is your final outcome or what can happen if you handle your shit would be growth. That's good. <laughs> in your emotions, feelings, and relationships. Good. I mean, that's what we aim for. Yes. This is a great reading. I feel you just got to find the balance. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you're already setting boundaries. Yeah. I. Yeah. I have. And you're very clear on your goals. So this I, is wonderful. This is wonderful. I love the amount of hearts on here because Girl, it was about love. <laughs> was it? Yeah. What was it about? Love. 
Was that what yeah. the word? Mm-hmm. The word was Stop love. yourself. Mm-hmm. That is so wild. And there were so many hearts so everywhere. So many hearts. <laughs> I love it. Girl, I couldn't have known that. <laughs> it brought it up. That is so wild. Okay, so now I think you should give me a little reading. Okay. Now all you have to do is shuffle the cards, and then I will split the deck, and then you pull three cards. I pull three cards for you. Yeah. Okay. Here, you can go ahead and shuffle them. Okay, here goes a shuffle. We should have shuffle music. Um, Do you remember? (laughs) Side note. Oh, shit. Do you remember? Do you know what Benny Hill is? The Benny Hill music? Oh, my God. This is a horrible shape. Girl, it's fine. You can literally just take one out. It's, like, it's I... shuffling. It's magic, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, right? We just had a magician on. Did you? Oh, that's way better. Oh, yeah. She was cute. Two j- we have jumpers. You know what? Let's keep them out. My psychic is always like, those are jumpers. <clears throat> I've told people this, too, and they don't believe me. So if it pops out of the deck, then <laughs> you need to read it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to so cut two, it. So we had two And then draw out. that one will be the third. Okay. And then we have three. Okay. So to your left... Is my past. Okay. So it would go past in the to the left, and then in the middle is present, and to the right is future. Okay. We are starting with the left. This is your past. Yes. We have a 10 of clubs. Right. So the number is right there. Which means completion. This is in your past. Yes. Completion of creativity and action. Huh. Okay. I'm a whole, I have no idea what that means right now, but it might make sense Yeah, when, can, with what's coming up. Okay, here we go. Present. Yes. In the present. Another clubs, which is stability. So present is stability in creativity and action. You guys, this is wild. Okay. Yeah, because before it was completion, now it's stability. So it means you've done the work. Yeah. No, this is really wild. Keep going because I'm going to explain. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about this, but I know what it's talking about. Oh, my God. A heart. We got a heart in the future, which is good. The heart, I guess all of them are good, but the heart, <laughs> emotions, feelings, and relationships, and we have a two, which is balance. And that's my future. That's your future, is balance and emotions, feelings, and relationships. This is a great reading. What were you thinking about? Okay, well, I can tell you, as soon as the, the 10 came up for the, the past, I was thinking about, I've been doing drag for 10 years, and I've been trying to find, like, a new way to, like, get creative with it. And it was in the 10th year that this podcast happened. Oh, my God. So it was Chills. like completion of like one arc of the story and then moving forward with the the four. The stability. Is that I have created the stability to have yeah. like an actual job. Right. <laughs> yes. And not just freelancing my life away. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And this too, though, is the future. Stability in my feels. Mm-hmm. Balance. Girl, I'm really trying to find that. Yeah. Because some shit's been popping off in my life. I question everybody. Again, I don't trust nobody's love. Because everybody's love to me is, like, conditional for some weird reason. Even so much as, like, they want to celebrate your birthday more than you do. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, I've I've had that. Why? Why do you want to celebrate my birthday? But yeah. I told you I would rather go to, like, Chuck E. Cheese. But, like, can we not? But it's always about them. And I don't mean to, like, judge them for wanting to celebrate me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, what is that but, to them? Yeah. why do, What are they trying to prove? What are they trying to fill? Yeah. Are and they I, trying to—what is it? Right. And I don't believe that people, like, actually miss other people. <gasps> what do you mean? Girl. Okay. So what I mean is I have a hard time missing people. There are moments, like, when I see you again, I'll be like, oh, I missed this. Or there's a moment, like, let's say I'm getting pizza. Like, I really wanted to eat pizza 
I loved eating it with this other person. I miss them in that moment. Okay. But like, I don't miss people day to day. Like, if you're not in front of me, I'm sorry. Like, I, you're pro- probably not processing it. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, like, that means I think you are in a good space with what you're doing or you're preoccupied. And so that doesn't, like, come in. I feel like I only miss people if if I have a really intense connection with them or if I'm used to doing something with someone all the time and then I'm not yes. doing it anymore. Yes. And so it's not so much about them. It's about the experience or kind of the, the routine that you've created. I sound so cold-hearted when I say I don't miss people. But no. I also <laughs> I also mean, like, I don't get bored. Oh, like really? I'm one of those people. Yeah, girl, I can sit alone in a room by myself and just dream up things. I, yes, Aww. I can entertain myself for hours. I can blink myself and make a game. Like, Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> since I was a kid. So I don't understand when people are like, I'm so bored. What do you mean you're bored? Look around you. Hit something. Paint something. Do something. <laughs> you know? But when it comes to, like, emotions and the things that in the future, I'm really trying to, like, be more cognizant of the fact that other people have feelings. <laughs> A good thing to remember every now and then. You, because I want people to remember that I have feelings, and I get mad that, like, people don't consider me first. Yeah. When I realize that in my actions, when I feel like that, I'm not considering other people. Like, we talked about everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get so caught up in my own that, I forget that they also have a story. All the time. We all we all are like that. That's no, the human but... condition. <laughs> I'm trying to not be like that. Yeah, human. <laughs> I'm trying to be a robot. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be superhuman. Like, yeah. take care of myself so much that I'm not concerned about giving any of my attention to anyone. Like, I can give it to you because I've already given myself so much. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. I've said this my whole life, but sometimes you don't know what's going to fill your buckets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you play any instruments? No. I'm a dancer, though. Oh, you are an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. A singer. We're, we are our instrument. We hold our instrument. Right. It's, it's a, a weird thing when... To make music with or to be a part of a piece, you have to do your work and then join the others. Absolutely. And But when you're not there, yes, you are missed. You are absent. There is a void. Mm-hmm. But it can be filled by kind of anyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I used to actually used to judge dance competitions. <laughs> really? Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes, girl. Well, I was a stage manager and I sold the merch. But Amazing. Yeah, that was many moons ago. <laughs> But I noticed, and when I would tour, I would take myself out of a show and be sick, take sick days, mm-hmm. just so I could see how other people filled. Oh, interesting. Where I wasn't, if that makes sense. So I knew that coming back into the workshops or teaching or performance, what I was adding. Right. Oh, wow. Because I knew what I was supposed to do. But like, if I don't do it, will somebody else do it? Right. And how they do it, do I want to use that? Do I want to go with their perspective and add it to mine? Or do I want to change my perspective altogether because neither one of us is doing what needed to be done? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Oh, so that's I analyze my life like that all the time. That's very cool. It's I wild. love that. Because there's like, we're all expendable, to be honest. Like, we all have exp- expiration dates. Right. So you can enter the room positively, negatively, or neutral. But you're going to have to pick. Right. (laughs) And if you don't pick, it will be chosen for you. Absolutely. So we might want to pay attention to where you're going with that. Mm -hmm. I don't have a—I cannot enter a room neutral. It does not happen for me. (laughs) 
I feel like I'm pretty good at entering neutral. Yeah, but you're also very positive. I think I, it's either of those two. Yeah. I don't think I enter negatively, but if I am feeling down, it's neutral. Completely. Yeah. I am negative by accident. Mm. Completely by accident. If I'm not paying attention, I can lower everybody's vibration. Everybody going to be in a bad mood on tonight. And it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> It's not consciously my fault. Sure. But if I'm not, a, like, if I don't think about it, it will happen. Yeah. So I have to think about it. Because I've watched people lose their minds around me. I'm like, why are you? Oh, that's my fault. Right. <laughs> but I don't think we know how we affect people until we take a moment. Right. Until it's too late. Until we've already done the affecting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got to do the work you and salvages. Do the healing. And, yeah. <laughs> You're like, all oh, this work I could have just not done if I just showed up the way I wanted to. Right. Girl, I just thought about it. Sometimes you just don't want to do the healing, though. Yeah, I mean, that's why so many people don't even take the first step is because there's so much and it's so painful. And as soon as you peel back one layer and you think the work is done, you've just started. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just got a chill and I had to say something and it just became so much when you were talking because I feel like you can relate to this. Any journey of growth. People want to start, like, let's say people want to get in shape, but they want to have this, that, and everything. They want the 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 clothes. They want the sneaker shoes. They want the membership. The, the, girl, just start yeah. wherever you are. If you are a creative person, if you want to write a song, just start writing it. However you can write it in that moment, start writing it. If you want to paint the walls in your apartment, just start. Move the furniture around first. Yeah. It, it, let's say you can't afford to paint. Move the furniture around. Go get you a couple swatches. Put them on the wall. Right. Start somewhere. In anything, if you want to heal yourself, you want to get on this journey towards enlightenment, start anywhere. And as you do that, you will see that more and more becomes available. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's acting from abundance instead of scarcity. As soon as you invite something and creating space, literal space, and if you're talking about painting a wall, you're creating space for things to fill that up. And so if you're doing it with enlightenment, if you just even sit down and you're like, I'm just going to like think about what I'm thinking about, or I'm just going to sit here and try not to think about anything and see Mm -hmm. what comes up, whatever it is, you're allowing something to happen. That's why when most creative people get good ideas when they're daydreaming, because they're not forcing themselves to do something. And then you're acting in flow, which is full circle, all about (laughs) just following the direction. Following that direction. And making sure your attention is towards the growth. Because the minute it's not is when it starts to get dodgy. Yeah. Like if it starts to become uh, painful and you start to hit a little bumps on the road, it's because you're not going the way that you're supposed to be going. Exactly. Pay attention to those speed bumps. It's, not, it's like <laughs> you're going too fast in the wrong direction. That's why those are there. Right. And like sometimes if, if something comes in and you're bumping all over it, maybe it needed to be there for you to redirect yourself. So it's not like you're going the absolute wrong way, but it's almost like a, hey, let's do this a different way so that you don't have so right. many speed bumps. Was there in your life a like defining speed bump? Oh, my God. I think maybe every breakup, I think. Okay. I, I think I had... I when I was younger, I was really impressionable, and I loved so hard, and I still do. But I'm definitely armored now after all of the pain. <laughs> so it's like love can be there; it just is like has to be like filtered. It's not right. like it's not super <laughs> exposed anymore. Right. But I think after every breakup, I would I would merge our lives together, and it was there was no separation. It was just we became Ooh. the same. Yeah, it was. 
bad, 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 yeah. bad. Anytime people are like, we spend every waking moment together, I'm like, I am so nervous for you. This because is, this you need can, your own thing. I was just talking to my roommate about that kind of stuff last night, where couples spend like every day, all day together. It's not healthy. It, not only is it not healthy, but what do y'all talk about? What You can't. You're just talking. You were both there. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Right. How you both saw the same piece of chicken? Come on now. Right. No. You, there's, it's, you can't. There's no stories to tell. Once you know them so well, there's nothing to find out. There's no mystery. Right. And in turn, like, there's no, there's no, like, passion because you're just there. I feel like there's a difference between love and passion, too. Yes. And it's just, you can't, you can't have the same. You need a little bit of mystery. And I feel like after every breakup, since I congealed myself, I merged. Right. And after every breakup, I was like, oh, no, I get to restart me. And then I, I do this thing. This is so funny that I'm talking about this because only, like, my really close friends know this. But it's called, I call it, the, we all call it the quest for knowledge. And it's basically, when you're on my podcast, you're talking about going down a rabbit hole yes. of all of this, like, Aztec and Greek and all of these pyramid things. Love it. And so every time that I break up with someone, I go, oh, my God, I have my life back. And I write down on a piece of paper everything that I want to want to learn about and then I just go on YouTube I'm and so here for all this. of this yeah I research all of these articles and I try and learn everything that I can and what's so fucking funny is every time I do this somebody else comes in my life that's like one tier up of like if yep. I dated someone I'm like oh they don't have this one thing fuck it okay goodbye and then I work on myself and somebody that has that quality that you I was missing Every time. And it welcome, you, you called them in. I jump a new wavelength. Yep. And it's I just. so it's wild. It's crazy. Same. And I, I, I will say this, though. For anyone who starts on a, any healing journey, any knowledge journey, any search for truth, any, like, search for fitness, even bettering your environment with, like, do-it-yourself projects, once you start, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the goal will always yeah. elude you. Like, yeah. It will always become a little bit further and further away. But you will make great gains and travel a great distance. But you are always going to want to keep going. It, once you start to like get that joy from things and you feel the like the breath of that growth, yeah. you go, oh, we're going to stay on this. Yeah, we're going to get more of that. It like, just means more work, more growth. Right. Which, But then as soon as you get comfortable... That's when you start to uh-oh and you lose traction. Absolutely. Yeah. You lose that traction, Never that complacency. Never get too comfortable. Cuz if you don't if you don't act upon life, life will find a way to act upon you. Mm. Preach. Spirit will go ahead and give you some lessons. Yeah. That you didn't know you needed, but come on, we got to shake it up. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Girl, you got too comfortable, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next on this journey for you? Where are you going? What do you what you said you wanted to learn about things? What yeah. are we learning about now? Ooh, I well, I kind of mentioned it just in the the last topic we were talking about, but the difference between the, uh, love in I guess in this book that I'm reading, love and eroticism, like intimacy yes. and eroticism, and so every t- I think it's just like the next relationship that I get into because I've done so much work on myself, mm-hmm. I'm ready to get there, but I only can meet someone that's there too, which I think is why it's going to be so much harder yeah. because once you are on that level, you won't accept anything else. And what's out there is everything else. Yes. So it's going to be really hard for me, and I get that. But once I find it, I'll— Anything worth doing is yeah. <laughs> worth the amount of work it takes. Right. But that's Ooh. that's the next thing. Hopefully some sort of really good partnership in a relationship would be just incredible. Okay. Along the, the partnership lines. See, I don't know that I'm going to end up with, like— 
a partner. Yeah. But I have a lot of soulmates in my life. Totally. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I just see so many people along to, like, walk the journey of life with me, but not necessarily side by side. Yeah. Oof. I got chills. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's my own person. I'm not saying I'm single for the rest of my life. Sure. Or for life, period. I just don't necessarily see it that way. Because I also want to give whomsoever I may love in that way the freedom to live their life. Exactly. You are not bound to me. No one is. But if you would like to stay here, cool. And if you would like to go, cool. I think that's so important because, uh, I don't know, so growing up Catholic, it's like if you get divorced, Girl, me you, too. you're done for. You're going to burn in hell yeah. forever. But it's like it, the minute that we're not working together or helping each other, we are hurting each other and we should not be in this. Because it's like you're wasting each other's time. And I yes. wish I knew that when I was younger, trying to hold on to something that's not there anymore. It's like, what are we doing this for? Oh, Move man. along. <laughs> I think, I don't know if I held on to anything that wasn't there. <laughs> that's amazing. Because <laughs> I don't know if I had anything. Oh. And I don't mean that as in like poor me kind of way. I, yeah. I mean, well, the worst person to fear is someone who has nothing to lose. Yeah. And I feel like that was me. I had mm. nothing to lose. Because, you know, it was either taken from me or beat out of me. So, like, I had nothing. So the only thing I had was my desire to keep going forward. Which, even then, sometimes it was a little dim, but... I mean, yes, absolutely. But then you you took that and went with it. And that's the most important. Because if you hadn't done that, then you would have stayed in the same position. I feel like my life didn't change. Not that you asked, but my life... (laughs) (laughs) My life didn't change until... Somewhere in my 20s, I decided to give people permission to be themselves because I was never given permission to be myself. So I said, I'm going to do that. And then in my 30s now, my like mantra has been, be the person I needed. Oh, I love that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because I don't know who I need. So in every situation, if things get a little weird, how would I need to hear this right now? Like how, because if I can't, if I'm clearly not communicating and this conversation isn't going the way... I want it to go, and it's coming to a head, and this could escalate. What would I need to hear right now? How else could I see this? What do they need right now? What are they asking for that they're not saying? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole other battle of it is no one's ever saying what they need. Ever. Until you ask—because no one's a mind reader, but then you have to ask or, like you said, do it how you would. And sometimes that's not how they would need to hear it either. So it's like, just tell me what you need, and then we can go from there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, I'm a very vocal person. <laughs> but I don't always say what I need, though. Same. I never do. I just expect people to know. And, like, and I'm still operating from that place, but it's like, it would be so much easier if I was able to say it. But sometimes yeah. I'm not. Sometimes I just want someone to, I think you know what it is? I think it's like, I want someone to know me so well that I don't have to speak what I want. Oh, girl, isn't that the dream, though? Yeah. Uh but to get there, you have to speak and tell them. Yeah. But as soon as you said that, I thought about several relationships I've ha- I have in my life. Not romantic. But those are the people where you can look at your best friend and go, Ugh. and they know the entire novel that just went through your head. Yeah. I want that like all the time. I think we can get there. I think so too. I think the more you know yourself, the more that you're allowing other people to know you. Otherwise, you, no one knows what's going on. At all. Do you find that the the better you feel, the more work you do on yourself, the more you acknowledge the parts of you that aren't supporting your growth? 
and you deal with that, do you find that people in your life kind of fall away? Oh, yeah. I think you definitely shed, when you're shedding the the past version of yourself, mm-hmm. I think that people are attached to that. The people that come into your life in that moment were matching your vibration. And then the more you grow, the the more you're gaining that they can't, unless they're also growing at the same rate, then it's like AM and FM radio. You, it's two different things. Absolutely. So I, I definitely do think if you're going FM and you can hear things clearly, right, and they're still on AM, all static, you can't communicate. There's no music. There's dissonance. There's no there's it no connection. It does need to feel like music, like a call and response, an ebb and a flow. Right. Girl, speaking of ebb and the flow, I was watching um, Aladdin the other day. <laughs> I was. I was watching the new one with the Will Smith. Okay, <laughs> with the Will Smith. With the Will Smith. I was watching it, and, you know, my head is full of all of this, like, mysticism and allegorical stuff. And I was like, hold up. What if a magic carpet is an allegory for the waveform? Oh. So if you ride a waveform, you can transcend. And you can finally see the world. Yes, from Shining, a different perspective. And I was like, oh. Honestly. My God, my brain popped. <laughs> <laughs> my brain popped. I was sober. I was waiting for my postmates. And I was sober. <gasps> and I still was like, oh. But what if that's a real thing? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, genies are actually, they come from, I don't know why I'm even talking about this. I think it's, I watched it this week, so I'm sorry. You're getting it. I love it. Um, genies are actually a form of, like, passed down information of the jinn. Oh. And they were like trickster spirits in the Arab world. And they would hide in the mountains in the caves of the desert. Wow. Yeah. And they would come. They wouldn't offer people three wishes, but they would like basically trick them into like offering them a potential or like giving them what they wanted. Kind of like yeah. Rumpelstiltskin, how Rumpelstiltskin gave the world upside down all this magic. It's just not exactly the way you asked for it. Right, right. So like— <laughs> You, you got it. It's a little upside down and backwards, but you still got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why the whole genie thing is like, be careful what you wish for. Totally. Because you'll get it, just not the way you thought. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Girl, it's been a pleasure to have you on this here podcast. I've had a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else in between, or non-identifying gender, listen, I have to tell you that Miss Megan Batoon has her own podcast called Just a Tip. That's right. <laughs> and where can we find this? That's on, I guess, anywhere you find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the other ones. Everything. And you have your YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Megan Batoon. I do a lot of house renovations. I paint on me right now. She does. It's super I, cute. <laughs> I like freckles of paint splatters, and I was like, that's the look today. Yes, we love a butch babe. <laughs> I'm here for it. Ladies and gentlemen, I enjoyed myself today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you did not, you're probably a miserable person. Okay, y'all. I feel like I need to tell you that you can find Doing Great, the podcast, anywhere you can get a podcast. You can get us on Stitcher, iTunes, you know, pick a place where they have podcasts. And I am going to be there talking to you on this here show, Doing Great. Excuse me, everybody that likes attention, go ahead onto the podcast on iTunes and you type in your favorite conspiracy, your favorite drag name. T- go ahead, ask me something, the weirdest, wildest stuff. I will talk about it on the show. Anyway, I am Vicky Vox. You are welcome. This has been Do It Great. Get into it. <laughs>